Katie. Hi, Ariely. I like heard like an echo in the background when we started recording, so that's why I started laughing. Maybe it's a ghost echo. Spooky. (laughs) Halloween episode. JK. Just kidding. It's December. But but this is a special episode regardless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is our 10th episode, our 10th full length episode. If I had some of those like, those like confetti poppers I would, oh yeah 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 you like, I would pull pop the end. them yeah or like some sparklers if you're alone and you have sparklers <laughs> feel free to light them while you're listening to this get them out yeah make <laughs> use it should fire be an experience. <laughs> that's right um so yeah it's been fun um it's we've come a long way I think <laughs> Yes, if you have, like, stuck with us uh, from, you know, the you. early, early days, thank you. Because, I I mean, I think it has improved both in quality and quantity. Um, <laughs> no, I, like, I meant, there like, are more episodes <laughs> when we started. I was like, yeah, there's more increased I, quality. Yeah. No, I was trying to say, like... Um, you know, like tech, technical stuff. Oh, I think yes. we're figuring out a little bit better. Um, thanks to some very kind people who are, who have given us some guidance on that. Absolutely. Shout out. Much appreciated. Eric. Eric. Um, thanks, thank Eric. you. <laughs> You're an angel. And Show yeah. you my angel. I... Should we harmonize? Um, no. I, uh, I've had so much fun so far. And while most of the guests have been people that we know, it's still super But not cool. all of them. Some no, of them not are all. strangers that our friends have kindly <clears throat> recommended to us. And we've Absolutely. loved getting to chat with them. Yeah. It's really opened my mind a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, more than I initially thought but just learning about even when we interview people that we know you know like my friend Abby she's one of my closest friends but it's not like when we hang out we just talk about her job all the time (laughs) so it's nice to learn that aspect of that side of people even like close friends I feel like you don't really know maybe details about what they do if you don't if you're not familiar with that job like usually people they like know what I do because teaching is pretty straightforward Mm -hmm. but if people ask me what you do I would be like marketing and then if they were like (laughs) oh like specifics I don't know what I would say I mean I know more now because we talk about it a little bit more just with the podcast but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally yeah so you know what uh, the fact that we do have people listen is just like the extra cherry on top because mm-hmm. I think we've said this before, but you know, this podcast, it's like for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously for everyone else too, but I think that was the, the part of the reason for us doing it is because we think we're hilarious with each other. <laughs> I mean, we know. Let's have some confidence, Aurelia, okay? You're right. Okay, we're amazing. Um, I texted Katie. We're the ladies of the week. (laughs) Hey, oh my God. That's a great idea. 
Um, I think that that just says it all right there. Yes. Um, I texted Katie, like, I don't know, on Tuesday or Wednesday at, like, 10 p.m., and I was just like, hey, can we talk about the celebrities that we follow on <laughs> Instagram this week? And she was like, yeah, yeah that's course. a great idea. Um, which, uh, yeah, that was my attempt at a transition into this next topic. <laughs> great. Perfect. Um, I would like to start with my, mine, my favorite celebrity that I follow. Okay, go and, ahead. Like, this celebrity, he doesn't post like every day. So like when I see him on my feed, you know, it's like enough to forget almost that I subscribe oh. to him, even though I love him. Sure. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's Bobby Flay. I love Bobby Flay. <laughs> I will tell anyone who asks, and like people that I've dated can like attest to this, that I will make you watch Bobby Flay shows if we hang out for a little bit. Wow, I didn't know this about you. Hell yes. He He's just like... First of all, he, I, you know, I've learned a lot about cooking from him, but he's just sure. like funny and he's like, he's like silver fox, ginger, handsome. Is he married? Oh, oh my God. And there's some like fun <laughs> drama. He's not married Ooh. anymore, but he used to be married to the lawyer on SVU, one of them. The really, really blonde one. I know who you're talking Alex. about. Alex. Yes. Yes. I think her name was Alex on the show. I don't know what her real name yeah. is. Hold no, on. I let totally me live know. fact check. Okay. Yeah. Please um, do. <laughs> um, and then I think he was married to somebody else before that. And he has like a daughter who's like 20. Stephanie March, 2005 to 2015. Okay. But people on the internet have theories that Bobby Flay I, I'm also I'm pretty sure that Abby Hole told me this so shout out to okay. Abby shout out Abby <laughs> that Bobby people have theories that Bobby Flay is January Jones's baby's father what <laughs> you should google this right now it's crazy but like things line up and he definitely has a thing for blonde women because okay Stephanie March is very blonde, and then he dated this other actress briefly who was blonde, and January Jones is blonde. Did you Google it? Did you look it up? Oh, you really wanted me to. Um, oh, no. Okay. Bobby Flay, January Jones, baby. Is Bobby Flay the father of January Jones's baby? This is basically our current events segment right here. Absolutely. Uh, granted... Okay, so it says, ex-wife says Bobby Flay is the father of January Jones's baby. This is from 2016. So, interesting. You can delve into it more later and we can discuss future in the future. (laughs) But, yes, Bobby Flay. Oh, also, Bobby Flay has a cat named Nacho and Nacho has his own Instagram and his cat Nacho is like a mean coon, like a giant tabby cat, and is like very cute. So that's my uh, favorite celebrity that I follow on Instagram. Who's yours? Well, I don't. Okay, I don't know if I have a favorite. I kind of like was just scrolling through my follow list to even 
see which celebrities I'm following. Uh, a upsetting number of the blue checkmark accounts that I follow are from Bachelor Nation. I already uh, knew so that that's you were gonna say not that. great. Um, <laughs> but here's okay. People I would recommend following. Uh, Fortune Feimster. Do you know her? Oh, I follow her. I love her. She's yeah. She I'm puts obsessed. out like. It's she so does funny. The ice cream dance. She does the ice cream dance, and it's I, lo- I love it. What's her character? Brenda. Brenda. Right? That's she. And her husband so Tam. I've, <laughs> I've liked her for like a really long time. She auditioned for Last Comic Standing, like I don't know, oh wow, eight or nine years ago, and I saw. That's her where on Amy that. Schumer got her start too. Yeah. I think. But she, but she yeah. didn't make it to like the further. But then she started working at Chelsea lately, and I right. got into her from that mm-hmm. too. Um, but her YouTube channel is like <laughs> hilarious. She has like all of these old sketches from when she was in like Groundlings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> I don't, I don't follow any YouTube channels anymore. I was big into that in high school. I yeah. followed a lot of or subscribed to a lot of vloggers, mm. video bloggers, vloggers, sure. um, specifically <laughs> from the UK. And I was heavily invested in their lives. Uh, okay. You're a, is that like a Francophile is when you're interested in French? Is there like a term? Yeah, Anglophile. Anglophile. Okay. It's Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, so and then also. Bachelor people? I also wanted to recommend uh, the Bold Type Trio. Ooh, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to say this and I hope that this doesn't go back but I only follow, I don't follow Jane. Okay. <laughs> I have. You should because her husband is really hot. <laughs> okay. And like she's, I like her. I just like the other two better. Yes, that's fine. Um, I mean, Jane's character is like kind of, can be a bit much uh, sometimes. So, like, I get it. But I do like following all three of them. Uh, by the way, if, they, you, they if you don't know what we're other. talking about, The Bold Type is a wonderful show on oh, Freeform, so good. formerly ABC Family. Um, yep. So formerly good. Fox family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you got to follow the, the trio because you can see them supporting each other in yes, comments and likes cute. and tags it's and it's just nice nice, nice to they love, see they like really love each other and that's great yes like it's so cool because i feel like often shows like with multiple lead female characters like sex in the city and like charmed there you mm-hmm. know there's like behind the scene drama of them like not getting along oh yeah no blah, drama blah, blah. here None. bffs we love it we love to see it folks for sure <laughs> Um, those are both good. Um, I would just to reiterate, everyone should follow Bobby Flay on Instagram. Yeah, that's okay. the takeaway here. <laughs> and his cat. And let us know if you have any dirt on the January Jones thing. Like mm-hmm. anyone listening, if you're like, you know, in the know, hit your girls up. Yeah, put it um, in the comments. <laughs> uh, so as we sometimes do. Uh, we're gonna talk about Trader Joe's because oh yeah 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 it's part of us. 
So I went to Trader Joe's uh, last week, and of course, they have all of their like holiday stuff out right now. And mm. so I picked up a couple of things, and I just really strongly would like to recommend they have a sparkling cranberry ginger beverage. So it tastes like ginger beer, but like with some cranberry mixed in as well. And uh, Joe and I used it to make mules this weekend. And it was so good and like so easy if you're wanting to do like a fun little holiday mule. Sounds pretty good. Yes, was delicious. Um, also, I got some cookies. Um, specifically, they have mini gingerbread people is what they're called. And if you're a fan of gingerbread, I would really recommend. Uh, I've been snacking on them every night. <laughs> since getting them things are good i actually um i haven't been to trader joe's in a while i should go soon but i love their i always get their like coconut creamer that's like one of my staples yum i i try to use Mm non-dairy milk Mm -hmm. most of the time um so yeah it's very good uh also i got a bunch of like a present from someone that I, uh, someone that like designed a website for us, like a Christmas gift. It was super nice. And it's like this, it's like a stack of five boxes and each box has like a different chocolate stuff inside of it. So wow. it's been, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And one of the boxes just has like a whole bag of peppermints inside. <laughs> Which, like, I'm into. I love peppermints. Anyways, yeah. holiday food. That's exciting. Um, I did see that Trader Joe's has a dog advent calendar. So <gasps> I think you kind of, like, missed the buck on that Oh, my one. God. What? Wait. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Is it an advent calendar for dogs? Yes. Or, okay. It's like dog treats. Okay. I didn't know if it was themed dogs. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wait. Don't tell my dog because he's gonna know that so, i'm a bad dog mom for so not they probably it. have it still um i saw it on this tiktok account that i follow trader joe's food reviews and she had it for her dog so sorry okay Lauren. maybe next year yeah maybe next year i didn't get a wine advent calendar this year i did not well i've never gotten one but i've seen a lot of people on Instagram with wine advent calendars and I'm like I should have gotten one but I just didn't and so that's another next year next year thing you know what I think and like I hope I'm not offending anyone because I know advent calendars are like religious maybe sure. I could call it something else but like wouldn't it be fun if like every month you just like got a present each day absolutely like, why? Let's normalize that. Let's just normalize present calendars. <laughs> normalize. Okay. <laughs> just if like any country were to do round. it, it would be ours. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a it's a lovely idea, and I just think it could bring some brightness to people's everyday days. Everyday days. <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. And I think you could easily make your own or make one for someone else uh, just out of the Target, the Target dollar section. This is a business idea that I should start. No one steal my idea. I should just do Mm -hmm. Advent 365. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I should call it something else. 
like count countdown countdown calendar hmm. no we'll work on it well we'll brainstorm it's, it's a thought if you have um, ideas for titles put it in the comments oh speaking of like food because yes. we we're talking about trader Joe's. always so i'm i'm kind of embarrassed by this because i consider myself to be like a really adventurous eater and very yeah. like you know i would say you are yeah like i definitely eat all kinds of different cuisines and um but like when i was younger my parents would take me to indian restaurants and i think it was like too spicy i was like a wimp still am that's fish um so i kind of like stayed away from it uh Mm -hmm. as an adult but the other night I, like, had Indian food. And I don't want to say for the first time, because that's not true. But, like, the first time in a really long time, probably. And how was um, it? It was so good. Like, uh, I don't right. know what's yeah. wrong with me. And I should have known, because everyone loves it. So, like, mm-hmm. clearly. And it was really great. I got sweet potato korma. Wait. Yeah, korma. Yeah. yeah. And I got those, I don't know what they're called, but they're like, it's like the dessert and like the syrup. They're like the balls. They're like spongy. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? I don't know. I don't think. Oh, they're think so good. Um, and I've also been told that I need to try pakora. Yeah. So that's my, because it's like just deep fried stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but pretty it really much good. delicious and perfect for right now when it's like cold outside and you're just like. I want some, like, warm, spicy food. <laughs> but I did text three different people to ask. <laughs> One of them was yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. To ask them what I should get. I asked you, and then I asked um, my friends, Mary Pat and Lindsay, because they live in Denver, and I was like, "What? where is good to mm-hmm. get Indian takeout in Denver? <laughs> There's a lot of Indian places around us here, actually, uh-huh. in Indy. In Broderpool? Oh, in yeah, Indy. Yeah, yeah. Well, in yeah. Broderpool, yes. And then actually there's a new Indian place in that place um, that you and I went there one time for brunch and it's close to your old apartment. Um, oh, the Sobro Cafe? Yeah, place? that closed and now there's an Indian place in it. Oh. That cool. I have not I mean, yet gotten food from. I really I like to. Sobro Cafe, but that's great that there's another restaurant in that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. So the last thing that I want to talk about is happiest season oh yeah i might have some controversial opinions okay i don't know okay so i did like it i jane fucking rocked my world i thought she was so funny that actress okay what is her name because she is so good in everything she's in big eyes (laughs) yeah what is Uh, her name she's a true gem she was on like veep um Oh, yeah, because I thought she looked familiar. Yes. Mary Holland. Mary Holland. You, Mary Holland, are excellent. Um, And then Dan Levy, I thought, was pretty funny. Like, he's just himself. But I'll love was... him in everything yeah. that he's in, truly. <laughs> um, but I really was kind of pissed off. I, I, this is maybe like a spoiler. Okay, I'm going to warn you. Spoilies ahead. Okay? Spoilies ahead. If you haven't seen it, fast forward like a couple minutes. I mean, not too far, but like a few. Okay. <laughs> um, I was really mad that she ended up with 
her girlfriend in the end. I thought she just like should have walked away from that and gotten with um, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Like, I know, right? I was like, they should. I was just be like. Together okay so you basically you're saying it's okay to for someone to treat you like shit as long as you know yeah <laughs> they stop I <laughs> I also definitely had um that same <clears throat> reaction and then yeah. kind of two things got me back on board one um it's not an experience that like I've had to deal with in a relationship and so I don't want to like be too judgmental of it um sure i guess and then also i like to think that you know we just saw like three days of their relationship that were a bad three days but they have a lot more days of the relationship that were good I guess that's true i just think that's such but i understand yeah okay yeah. Right, i also I'll was like that. oh i think I think they're not going to be together in the end. Well, I, like, I shifted just, my thinking of how the yeah. plot was going to go. Yeah, totally. Well, and I also, it just is sort of interesting why they even introduced Aubrey Plaza's character at all. Like, obviously, it was to give Kristen Stewart's character, like, a friend, a confidant mm-hmm. that was, like, in that space. But it just felt, like, kind of, like, unfinished. Like, that it, I don't know. Anyways, overall, though, I did think it was, like, fun and cute. And, like, fucking Jane was so funny. Like, everything yeah. that she did just, like, killed me. A-plus um, performance from Mary Holland. Yeah, so good. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, well, uh, I think it's time to introduce our guest for this week, who was so excellent and amazing. I loved talking to her. I learned. Truly. I feel like I sound like a broken record. I always say this, but I really did learn a lot from her oh yeah I mean these are things that I had no idea about and she did such a great job of like explaining it to me someone who like I said has no idea about how these things work and now I feel like I kind of do understand it so kudos to Shayna yeah so please enjoy our interview with Shayna Sangster of Just Ride Indie and uh the the fever yes exactly well now that we're into it hi Shayna. thank you so much for being here yeah thank you i'm excited to chat with you ladies today we're us excited too. as well. So we have Shayna Sangster here with us, and she owns Just Ride Cycling Studio and is the director of marketing uh, for the Indiana Fever, our women's basketball team. So a lot going on, and we're excited to talk about it. But before we do, we have a game to play. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. Lots of fun. Um. We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie, classic icebreaker game. And uh, given your career, we are going to focus it on uh, something that Aurelia and I are just like so familiar with, (laughs) (laughs) which is sports and athleticism or lack thereof. uh, (laughs) For people who have listened to our podcast before, we talk a lot about how like my family is very into sports and I was not gifted with that skill or ability. Um, Aurelia, 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to give too much away because okay, yeah. I don't want my lie to be like super obvious. <laughs> so maybe I'll explain after like my, you know, disposition with that. <laughs> yes. Strategy. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. okay. You Do you want to go first, Katie? I can go first. Sure. So okay. mine are all, uh, mine are all from childhood because that's mostly when I was participating in athletic endeavors. Uh, so here they are. Okay. <clears throat> uh, in middle school, I went to a basketball camp and my neighbor also was doing it. And so her mom would drive us. And one time I was like a week long basketball camp. She drove us to the camp and I got out of the car. And when I got out of the car, I realized that I, uh, was, I had flip-flops on and I did not bring gym shoes, <laughs> basketball shoes of any kind. I just was wearing flip-flops. So she had to drive me back home and it was straight up, it was like 20 minutes away. So it was not convenient. Um, so she had to drive me back home so I could change. And then I was late and it was a whole thing. So that's possibility number one for the lie. Uh, Number two, also in middle school, I tried out for our volleyball team and I like at one point just really went for it and just like ate shit. And I was so embarrassed <laughs> that I then pretended I had like sprained a finger so that I couldn't go back the next day. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't continue my volleyball dream. Uh, and three... When I was in kindergarten, my first ever uh, soccer game that I played, I sat on the literal sideline crying because I thought that the shin guards made my legs look puffy. And so I refused to play and I just cried the whole time. Oh my gosh. Oh. These, are, these are very involved. In mine depth. are much shorter. Mine are <laughs> yeah. much shorter. I know. I was thinking say, about it and I was like, these are, these are so long, but. <laughs> these are hardcore. These and then I had to make the lie fit in with the other ones, so. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it's basketball camp, volleyball tryouts, and what was the kindergarten one? Crying. Soccer. Soccer. Because Soccer. the shin guards. I, I don't know. The first one was like so detailed. It makes me think that it's a lie, but maybe it's the truth because there's so much information. I don't know. Shana, what do you think? I felt like the first one was like truth. It felt like I felt like I could feel her emotions <laughs> in that description. Yes. Like she was really hurt by that. She still remembers it. She still scarred. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that had to be real. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the second one as the lie. I, I'm, I'm just gonna make yeah. that choice. <laughs> I think I, I, I'll go with that as well. I'll, I'll go with Okay. Two. Okay. All right, Katie. All right. What's the truth? The answer. Uh, well, so the, the lie. Yeah. The second one, it was the volleyball story. Yes. Was, <laughs> you didn't Good have job. Nice. for volleyball at my <laughs> Catholic middle school. Uh, you just got to play but I wasn't good at it. So it easily could have, it could have been, but the other two, yeah, I really did wear flip-flops one time by accident. Um, and then I also really did cry about my legs being puffy, which I think is a, a separate issue. Um, I'm not going to blame the sports for that, but that was it. Um, who wants, who wants to do theirs? Shana? You feeling brave? All right. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Mine are not as descriptive, but that's okay. That's, 
that's fine. They are very short. Okay. okay that's, that's good. All right. Um, so I've been an athlete all my life and I started when I was two years old with basketball, loved basketball from the beginning and, you know, just from with a little tight hoop from day one. Um, the second thing is I ran track in college, um, kind of shifted gears, had done multiple sports in, in school and decided, you know, that was what I wanted to do when I went to, went to school, went to college. The third is um, outside of basketball and track, I had a third sport in which I was a state champion at um, in multiple years. So, uh, so one, two, three. One, I played basketball for the first part of my life. Two, I ran track in college because I just decided that's kind of what I wanted to do. And then three, I was a state champion at a different sport, a third sport, um, throughout my childhood. Mm. I'm wondering, like, oh. what is this mystery third sport? <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I'm going to say, I think I'm going to go with the second one. I don't know, the, maybe the third one, because she didn't say the sport, so maybe, yeah, like, so leaving out that detail... You can see that I'm like deeply strategizing. Yeah. And here, I was thinking maybe number one, because she said that, you know, she started when she was two and I'm imagining the two-year-olds that I know. And to be quite honest, they're not that skilled. Um, so. Okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do the, the track and field one. I'm going to say that probably okay. wrong. Okay. But. Okay. I'm going to go with three because I'm very curious about the mystery sport. Okay. Well, good. Good job, ladies. Um, unfortunately, it was number one. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no! You were on the right track, Katie. I have yes. never played basketball. Oh, my um, gosh. Not really a day in my life. I went to basketball. Pra- my parents said I went to basketball practice one time and jammed my finger and said I wasn't going back. So <laughs> that sounds like yeah, something that, I would do. So but yeah, I don't know why I didn't say the, the sport. And th- I was a gymnast growing up. Oh, actually. cool. And so that's really what the that's really what that was, but I, I feel like it made it sound like more of a lie when I it did. <laughs> I yeah, did. no, I think that's that was really sneaky. good strategy. That was good. <laughs> really good. Okay, Aurelia. Okay, mine are pretty short. I just wrote like one sentence for each. Perfect. Okay, the first one is I'm really good at badminton. It's like my top sport, like best at badminton. Okay. Next is I love yoga and I practice yoga a couple times a week. And the third one is I was on the basketball team at my freshman year of high school because I'm five nine and they're like, you're tall, even though I'm not coordinated. <laughs> so those are my three. Okay. Well, because I know you, I know at least one that is true. Yeah. But now I'm torn between the other two. Uh, Shayna, are you like picking up on anything? Um, you know, I felt like, I felt like you would know the yoga. Like if she did yoga, like you would probably know she was a lover of yoga. I think, and she was so confident about the badminton. Like she, she was like, I am a badminton queen and I need everyone to know it. So I'm going to go with that other one. I don't even remember what it was, but I'm going to play basketball. 
Oh, the basketball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was tall, which actually makes a lot of sense as well, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Is it the badminton or the basketball? I don't know, but I'm going to go with the basketball. I'm going to then pick the badminton just because I like to play the odds. Mix here. it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, uh, Katie is wrong and Shayna is right. I, I never play basketball. Um, I was manager of the girls basketball team in like okay. seventh grade or something. Oh. Um, but I'm really good at badminton, which is yeah, interesting I, because I, I don't have very good coordination. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, a very random sport, but I used to play it growing up. I loved it. Love so that. fun. Um, cool. Okay. Well, so we're like kind of good at guessing, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now that, uh, we know you a little bit better, um, Usually we start our interview with the same question for all of our guests. And that's what did you want to be when you grew up and what do you do now? I definitely wanted to be a marine biologist when I was younger. I mean, I I love whales. Like I'm obsessed with whales and killer whales and my favorite animal is blue whale. And so definitely wanted to be a marine biologist when I was younger. And then, I don't know, I guess I just grew out of that. But, um, and then today, I'm really a marketer at, at the core of it, um, working as the director of marketing for the Indiana Fever. So uh, marketing and entrepreneur, really, on the, on the other flip side of things with my, my business just right. So um, completely different end of the spectrum, but I still have a love of, of whales in my heart. <laughs> yes, I also, have you seen... <laughs> I try to work this into any conversation that I can because I'm so obsessed. But have you seen the documentary Blackfish? Yes. Yes, I have. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. I have told people, like everyone I know, to watch that documentary. I'm like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yes, 100%. It's on Netflix, people. Watch it. Seriously. It's, a, it's, it's good. So, it's crazy. I, when it came out, I couldn't stop watching it. It was like, I had a problem, but... It's like the SeaWorld thing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. SeaWorld is like bad. Tilly, the whale. Tilly it's like really it. bad. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so I know you have like two uh, jobs and yeah. maybe maybe more. Um, so how do you how do you sleep? Like, how do you find balance, like work-life balance or balance between the two jobs? Um, sometimes I don't. <laughs> like the honesty. I don't do a good yeah. job of it. Um, it's hard. It's a lot. I will not lie. Owning a business is extremely, um, taxing and time consuming and mentally, um, a lot of, it takes a lot of mental energy and, um, when you're the owner of the business and especially where we started to where we are now, you, um, you have to take on a lot of responsibility. So your HR, your customer service, you are the accountant, you, you know, you do all of it. So it's just, a, it is a lot of responsibility. And then um, working in sports is a very, not, not necessarily a nine to five job all the time. Um, especially when you're in season and you have games that start at, seven o'clock and go till nine. Um, so it's just a, a lot of balance and I am, I'm obviously big into fitness and I think that's usually my saving grace. I, if I need a break or especially in this world of 
working from home and always being on my computer. I just try and do a workout, go for a run, do some yoga, whatever it may be. Um, and then that kind of settles me down and then I can get back to work if I need to. Nice. Absolutely. Did you, um, did you go to school for like marketing or sports marketing in particular, or like, is that just kind of how you got into that field? Um, no, I, so, well, undergrad, I went to school for business management. And actually okay. when you asked me, I, I was what I wanted to do when I thought I'd be when I grew up, I was, um, biz or I was biomed or pre-med when I first started college. My mom is a physician and I've always loved medicine as well. And like, I uh, love that side of things, but I got to organic chemistry and decided that wasn't for me. Like that wasn't going to work out for me. So um, I switched over to business and I did business management undergrad and then went to work at USA track and field, which is um, a lot of people don't you know, necessarily know what they do, but they're like the NBA of track and field. So they set the rules, regulations, um, pick the Olympic team, all that stuff. Um, and so worked for them. And while I was there, I went back to IUPUI and got my master's in business administration, my MBA, with a focus in marketing and entrepreneurship, mostly because I knew I wanted to be more in a marketing-related role. And I uh, felt like that was um, helpful in just getting me to shift into a new, a new job. So. Definitely. And you know what I was going to say is that even though you don't do like medicine, I feel like health and wellness is its own form yeah. of like medicine and healing. So it's, that's really yeah. interesting. It's like preventative, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of that stuff. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I think that has been instilled in me from my mom and just living with a physician. And then uh, on the other flip side, my dad um, has had health issues in the past and just so just being aware of those things and, you know, um, family histories and things like that, it's just, you, you learn to be healthy and fit. And, um, also as part of my two truths in the lie, I said, I started basketball when I was two, I actually started gymnastics when I was two. So <laughs> I have worked out my entire life. Um, as far as I can remember as just being an athlete. And so I just always love that feeling of working out and, um, sweating and, and kind of clearing my mind. So. Absolutely. So you, you, during the game, you said you did track and field in college. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer gymnastics or track and field or oranges and apples? Like two different. Can't compare. Yeah. It's hard to compare. Um, I love gymnastics. I had like a little bit of a love hate relationship with it. It's a very hard sport and, um, beam was never my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Um, and track was just, it's, it's fun. It was a little bit of a different type of environment, even though they're both kind of like, not necessarily seen as team sports per se, cause you're kind of performing the exercise by yourself. Um, it felt like the team environment on a college campus and on a college team. So, um, I can't really say which one I'd like more, but I mean, I guess it had, maybe it has to be track cause that's what I chose to do in college rather than gymnastics, but <laughs> Um, but I, I have, I still have love for gymnastics. That's, that was my first love. So. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't even imagine how intense that training must be, especially at like, you know, the higher level. Yeah. It's, um, it's no joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other thing I was at. I trained at. It was intense. I was going to say everything I know about gymnastics is from, uh, that movie, Stick It. Yeah. (laughs) 
another film I was obsessed with. <laughs> or like, like even though it's even though it's more like cheerleading, I feel like Bring It On was like my first. You know, like yeah. they they do lots of gymnastics in that too. Yeah, for sure. It's anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for somebody maybe interested in doing sports management or entrepreneurial pursuits like specifically in the health and wellness world do you have like any advice or any um suggestions for like schooling or training like anything like that yeah on the sports side um I always tell uh when I talk to young interns or when I talk to students I usually tell them to look at um national governing bodies so that's like USA track and field or USA swimming or USA diving or USA gymnastics. These are organizations that are sports organizations and they tend to be a lot smaller than um, NBA franchises or NFL or MLB. And you get the opportunity to, um, to work in a lot of different areas and get a lot of different experience. So when I was at USA track and field, I, uh, I worked in coaching education, which we put on classes across the country for coaches, but I also, worked events and worked our Olympic trials and um, did the friends and family program for the 2012 Olympic Games in London. So um, it was just a good opportunity to get a lot of different experience because um, with 45 to 50 people in the organization, you, everyone has to do a little bit of everything. Um, On the entrepreneurial side, I would just have to say, be, you have to be very passionate and very, um, willing to work hard and you have to love the business side of things. Um, I know a lot of people or I've kind of talked to other people in the industry that let's say they have a love for yoga and they absolutely just love that practice, but they don't necessarily love the business side of running that business. You have to, you have to understand that side of things because at the end of the day, um, that's what 95% of your time is spent on. I do still instruct classes for at my cycling studio, um, but I probably should get to a point where I'm not instructing anymore so that I can spend more time working on the business rather than working in the business. And so that's just really important to think about because if you, if you think you're gonna get into it and just you know be, be teaching or just be doing the, that, that actual exercise every day that you love, that's, um, that's just unfortunately not true. <laughs> Absolutely. Good advice. Yeah. Um, I know. So you said that you like teach some classes. Um, What would you say maybe? And based on how you've talked about your job so far, it doesn't sound like you really have like a typical day, but just to give people an idea of like what you do on a day to day basis, what does a typical day maybe at the studio look like or a typical day uh, with the fever look like? Yeah, so um, a few times a week we have morning classes and I go in and open up the studio. So um, I'll get up around five and go to the studio um, for, we have a 6 a.m. class. And so I get there, I open it up and just make sure everything's set and ready to go. Um, you know, unfortunately due to COVID, we haven't actually been in our actual studio space in, since March. Um, so um, our classes are either well, during the summer have been outside or now we're in a large warehouse space so we can space all the bikes out and everybody's, you know, feels comfortable. 
Um, so I go in there and I set up and then um, class happens. I don't typically teach the mornings. I'm just there to kind of check people in and do everything we need to do. And then um, I'll leave there, come back home, get home around seven and um, kind of prep for the day. Usually I will try and use that this um, the time before I start fever work to answer some studio emails, do some studio work, do whatever I need to do in that time. Um, even when she starts teaching class, I'm kind of sitting at my desk and just trying to figure out, okay, what, what do I need to get done today in this two hour amount of time? Um, and then uh, around 8.39, I start, turn on my computer, turn on my email for fever and it's a mix of meetings. Um, right now we're in the off season. So um, it's a lot of planning for 2021. Um, if you've been following along with the NBA or the WNBA, uh, last season we were in the bubble down in Florida. And so um, now it's, we're back in there, should be back in the arena and just trying to figure out, well, well we have fans. What does that look like? Um, last season we streamed our games for the fever. We'll be able to do that again this season, trying to set a marketing plan and um, strategy for the upcoming season. So that's where I spend a lot of my time right now. It's a lot of meetings, a lot of um, Zoom calls uh, at this point because we're all still working from home. But um, the Pacer season starts in just a couple weeks. So there's a lot of movement on that end as far as what they need to get done and just trying to help support them as well. So it's a little bit of everything. I don't really have like a standard day or it's not always the same, which is um, something that I I enjoy and I like because it's every day is a little bit different. Yeah, that's Absolutely. I will say. And then when I'm done, <laughs> sorry, when I'm done no. at five, I typically go back to the studio and either I'm teaching or I'm um, helping with whatever's going on that, that class that night. And I go back to my computer to work on studio items if I need to. I try not to do it too much at night. I try and get the most done in the morning or um, on the weekends, I spend a lot of time working on studio business, but typically in the evenings, I do a little bit of work as well and try and make sure I'm just keeping up on emails and, and all that stuff. And that's like work ethic is inspirational. Yeah, it's inspiring. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you get into spinning? Is that something that you like enjoyed to do doing uh, and decided that it would be a good avenue or how did, how did that come about? Yeah, I had, um, I belonged to a local gym at, at the time. I don't remember what year it was or what I was doing, but I, I uh, saw them having a spin class, like kind of out in the gym area. And I was like, oh, I should go try that. And I really just underestimated how hard it was going to be. I kind of was like, oh, I oh, was yeah. a track and field athlete in college. <laughs> like, this will be nothing. I'll just go hop in this spin class. And I almost died. Like, I was, <laughs> I was fully unaware of how it's much hard. of a cardio exercise it was and really just fell in love with it. I mean, the instructor was phenomenal. We had fun. It's, it's really about the music that they're playing. And like, you know, tonight we had a Britney Spears ride because it's her birthday and <laughs> people really get into that type of stuff. It's and it's awesome. all about trying to have fun while you're, while you're working out. So um, that's where I started and I just kind of fell in love with it. And then um, I actually purchased my studio from a previous owner and um, the manager at the studio before had asked me if I wanted to teach when they first opened. And so I, um, I learned how to teach and we were, I was an instructor there before I took it over. 
and she um, she lives uh, in another state and really wasn't able the boss wasn't able to manage it anymore and so she was selling it and so I just decided to purchase it and take it over um, really because I love spin but also because um, my, my real dream and goal is to help build it out to be um, a little bit more holistic to add other modalities um, outside of spin and yoga and Pilates and strength training just because I think um, there's not a lot of boutique studios that offer uh, variety and diversity in their fitness and I think that's so important and you can get that at the YMCA or LA fitness or uh, you know kind of a box gym but they offer it in a very generic way and it's not the same as being at a boutique so um, I just had that thought in my mind and knew that's what I wanted in Indianapolis and it, I just didn't see it anywhere in the in the format in which I see it in my head and the vision that I had and so when she offered to sell it I just um, I kind of felt like that God was like hey this is the opportunity you've been asking for take it up and I was super excited about it and then um, I realized what I got myself into <laughs> But uh, it's been uh, it's been a good journey. It's just been so much learning and so much uh, work and um, all for all for good good things. And I'm excited about kind of where we're headed. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's really great. I was gonna say I feel like the stars aligned for you. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, for sure. So are you doing, are you offering like any virtual classes or are you mostly just doing the social distance classes right now? Right now we're just doing socially distanced classes. Um, I thought about that in the beginning. There was just so many different places and different, uh, different studios doing different things. Um, I feel like it's a little bit harder with spin because someone has to have a bike at home. And so sure. um, we thought about renting out some of our bikes in the beginning but when we moved our classes outside, um, we were overselling class. Like we had wait lists because people just wanted to move into exercise. They were sick of being at home and everybody felt safe in the environment that we were putting them in. Um, and so it really, I, I really couldn't afford to uh, rent out the bikes because I needed all of them for our classes. And, um, you know, a lot of studios have had a lot of difficulties with um taking things online for multiple reasons mostly because of like music licensing you can't just take the music and put it on a video and take it online because um there's a lot of rules around that and then also with the technology trying to figure out what platform works it's a lot of extra added work to to set up the zoom to send everybody the link once they've signed up and once they paid and so um and then the like the sound quality or the video quality wasn't coming across as they thought it would. And so there's just a lot of um, glitches that people had. And I was, you know, fortunate enough to be in a situation that we were still doing well and um, weren't hurting for it. But I definitely think it's uh, it's a um, it's a path for the future. And that things COVID has kind of shifted everything in that in that direction. And so. Um, as we move and as we grow, and if we add other modalities, I'd love to take those online so that that would be a, a viable An option. You know, option. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Everything That's is great. definitely, it's a new space to navigate for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even just zooming with my family, it's always, it's, yeah, new it's, space to navigate. it's interesting. <laughs> 
absolutely. You know, like my dad only has the computer like leaned oh this goodness. far forward. I can only see the top part of his yes. head. <laughs> I FaceTime my dad multiple times a week and it's like, dad, the ceiling looks great, but I don't know why we're FaceTiming if I'm going to stare at the ceiling this entire time. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So hey, I can't even imagine running. like <laughs> transitioning that into like a, a business. So I totally, that yeah. makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. So Shayna, other than, um, time management, what would you say are maybe some qualities that people should have if they're looking to do what you do? Um, well, time management is key. <laughs> um, you know, on the business side, you just have to be willing to learn. I mean, there's just so much you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And there, I know there's all these books out there about how to build a business, how to start a business, whatever that may be. But like a lot of them don't get into the nitty gritty details of like your tax payments and your, how do you, is your, is your employee an employee or are they a contractor or um, the legal documents that you should have the insurance that you need. Um, and so really just being open and, and having the time to take to learn from others within the industry, um, books to read, podcasts to listen to, webinars to tap into. Um, I try and do all those things because there's uh, the business. I, I had one, um, I think this was Dave Ramsier, and he had said something like, your business can only grow as much as you grow as the leader. So the leader is really the cap on the business. If you as a leader aren't growing and getting better and learning, then you're, you're unable to really expand your business and do the things that it needs to do because you're always gonna, it's always gonna hit against you and where you're at. So um, I think that's very important. And then on the, um, on the marketing side, I, I have never really considered, I know a lot of people think of marketing and think of creativity. I've never personally considered myself overly creative. I really love the strategy side of marketing and the research um, and the behavioral side of it. And I think if you can tap into that side, you, if you're not, if you like the marketing piece and you don't feel like you are, you have that creative mind or you're not a graphic designer or you're not a ad salesman or a copywriter, maybe you, um, you have the strategy piece, which is really kind of key in building out the direction of um, a brand and where it's supposed to go. And so I think that's something that, that I have and um, that I think is important in the role and especially in a leadership role um, within the organization. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so before we wrap things up here, uh, we did want to ask, do you have any um, upcoming classes or social media or website or anything that you'd like to share with our listeners uh, that's going on at the studio or with the fever? Yeah. Um, our studio is Just Ride. Um, JustRideIndy.com is the website. And um, we have classes every day except for Saturdays right now, mostly because we're in a warehouse space and the winter farmer's market comes in on Saturday. So we had to move <laughs> our classes to Sundays, um, which is just part of being flexible during the year of COVID. So um, 
so yes, I would check out our website, class times in the mornings at 6 a.m., 6 p.m. We have um, two morning classes on Sundays. And um, in terms of the fever, um, I would say just follow us on social media, Indiana Fever on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're also on TikTok and uh, Snapchat. And um, that's the best way to follow us. It's, it's where you'll get the most up-to-date information as far as when the season gets started. And then you can come check us out when we're back, um, back in season in May. And then obviously the Pacers are starting up later this month. Um, I believe they're still working out the kinks on as far as if fans are, uh, will be in attendance or not. But if not, you can catch us on Fox Sports Indiana. And if so, you can get tickets at Pacers.com. So lots of fun activities going on with sports or fitness um, and, you know, all indie, indie related local Indiana teams, local Indiana business. So way to support some local, local organizations. Perfect. Yeah, we're about it. <laughs> well, Shana, thank you so much for joining us. I really learned a lot. You are quite incredible. So keep keep doing it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you guys taking the time to chat with me today. This was fun. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Girls Just Wanna. If you've made it this far, we consider you a close and personal friend. So we hope you'll subscribe and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And follow us at GJW Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.